What's going on, NFL world? It's your host, Charlie Miller, and I'm here with my first ever episode of my new podcast called My Three Thoughts NFL Podcast. Let's get this thing rolling. Week one of the 2019 NFL season is here. There's a lot of exciting games on the week one slate. We're going to kick it off with the Green Bay Packers going to Chicago to take on the Chicago Bears at Soldier Field. Big rivalry matchup to kick off the season. This is a rivalry that dates back to the 1920s. It's a hard-fought game whenever these guys get together. When I look at this game, I'm looking at Chicago. I think they're the better team. I think defensively they're a better team. Now, I'm, I, I know they did lose a defensive mind in Vic Fangio. They still have Khalil Mack. They still have – he's that versatile guy that they still have. When he, offensively, I think Mitchell Trubisky is going to take that next step up. I like what, what Chicago's doing. I think they're a dark horse in the NFC. Malia Green, but I think they're entering rebuilding mode, especially with how they performed last season. There's not enough around Aaron Rodgers. It's all Aaron Rodgers right now, especially when they got rid of Randall Cobb, who's now in Dallas. They do have Adams, but right now it's really all Aaron Rodgers, and he doesn't have enough on both sides of the ball to really for the Packers to make a serious run. I'm going with Chicago on this one. I think they're the better team, especially with a guy like Khalil Mack there. Moving on, the Los Angeles Rams go to Charlotte, North Carolina, to take on the Carolina Panthers at Bank of America Stadium. Two teams that are bouncing back. You look at St. Los Angeles, excuse me, they're coming off that abysmal Super Bowl showing. And then Carolina, they've been really inconsistent the last couple of years. 2015, got all the way to the Super Bowl. 2016, missed out on the playoffs. Very disappointing year. Come back next year, make the playoffs. And then 2000, and then last year, really disappointing. They missed out again, and they're really inconsistent. Now Ron Rivera's on the hot seat, and this is a make it or break it year for Carolina. I just don't think they still have enough around Cam Newton. They don't have. They got Christian McCaffrey, but really they really don't have enough other than that. I like the Rams. They're talented on both sides of the ball. Defensively, they've got Aaron Donald, who's by far one of the best football players in the league on defense. They do have Aguib Talib and Marcus Peters. They got a solid core there. Offensively, they still got Tyler Higbee. They still got Todd Gurley. They still got Brandon Cooks. Cooper Cup's coming back from injury. They still got Woods. This is a talented offensive group, which is going to be too much, especially for the lack of weapons Carolina has. I'm taking Los Angeles in this one. Moving on, the Washington Redskins go to Philadelphia to take on the Philadelphia Eagles at Lincoln Financial Field. NFC East rivalry showdown. Got two teams that are kind of going in opposite directions a little bit. Philly, of course, two years removed from the Super from their Super Bowl win. Made the playoffs last year. Didn't go as far, but they're still a talented team. I know they don't want to have Nick Bowles, but Carson Wentz is there. If he's healthy, he's a good quarterback. He's got to stay healthy for Philadelphia to have a chance. I know then and then they add Jordan Howard to solidify that running back position. Alshon Jeffrey is there, Nelson Aguilar. They still got talent on offense. Defensively, they're pretty talented too. They got Jalen Mills there. Malcolm Jenkins leading the charge as the that veteran presence. I look at Washington, and they're kind of searching for their identity a little bit. They've got Dwayne Haskins. 
but who's really there to support him? Really, on both sides of the ball, they're kind of trying to find their way. I'm taking Philadelphia in this one. Moving on, the Buffalo Bills go to New York, or New Jersey, rather, to take on the New York Jets and East Brother from New Jersey at MetLife Stadium. Again, two teams that are kind of going opposite directions. I loved what the Jets did in the offseason. They brought in Le'Veon Bell, which completely changes everything. They had they added that secured weapon that Sam Darnold didn't really have, especially as a young quarterback. Now entering year two, I think he's going to take a next that next step up. And defensively, they had C.J. Mosley. I love what they're doing on both sides of the football. I think the better team, Buffalo, is kind of still trying to search for who they are. No longer got Leishon McCoy, so they got to find that running back spot. Their quarterback, they're still trying to figure out a little bit who they are. Looks like Josh or not Josh Allen's going to be that quarterback at least for now. So they're kind of trying to figure out who they are. I like the New York Jets in this game. Moving on, the Atlanta Falcons go to Minneapolis, Minnesota to take on the Minnesota Vikings at U.S. Bank Stadium. Two teams coming off disappointing showings last season. Atlanta coming off a very surprisingly disappointing season, missing out on the pl- on the postseason. You can chalk it up to injuries. They didn't have Devontae Freeman for pretty much the whole entire season, but he's coming back. Calvin Ridley's there. Julio Jones is still one of the top receivers in the league. Matt Ryan's there. This is a good Falcons team. Minnesota, they're looking to bounce back after missing out. They've got Kirk Cousins. They've got Stephon Diggs. Adam Thielen's still there. Kyle Rudolph's there. Defensively, I think they've lost something in Sheldon Richardson, but they're so very talented defensively. I'm taking Atlanta this one, especially who they're getting back and their offense is going to be better. I like the Atlanta Falcons in this one. I think Minnesota still needs needs. I think they still need a running back for them to be very successful. They gotta have a running back to solidify that position. I think they're too one dimensional right now, and I think Atlanta has that on both the running game and the passing game. I like Atlanta in this game. Moving on, the Baltimore Ravens go to Miami, Florida to take on the Miami Dolphins at Hard Rock Stadium. The Baltimore Ravens, whoo, last year they scared me. That defense was dominant. I remember as a Chief fan watching them play the Kansas City Chiefs in de- in late December, kind of late in the season, and watching this defense rip through, going to getting Mahomes, rushing Mahomes, it was difficult to watch as a Chiefs fan. They were dominant defensively. They kind of lost that a little bit, though. Defensively, C.J. Mosley is now a New York Jet. Zadaria Smith's now in Green Bay. Terrell Suggs, who's that veteran presence for so long, especially with Ray Lewis's departure years back, he became that veteran presence. He's now in Arizona. So they're lacking defensively, especially with what they had last year. They took a big step back defensively. Offensively, this is Lamar Jackson's team. Flacco now in Denver. This is now his team. And they still do have John Brown. They have Michael Crabtree. So they have some weapons for Lamar Jackson. But he's going to go as far as Lamar Jackson takes them. The Ra- yeah, again, the Ravens are only going to go as far as Lamar Jackson. And I think defensively, they lost a little bit. I still do think they're, they're a division winner. But 
that really concerns me is how much they lost on defense. Is that going to come back to fight them? I look at Miami, and I don't know who Miami is right now. They're kind of trying to find the quarterback. Josh Rosen's going to play some games, comes over from Arizona. Ryan Fitzpatrick's going to play some games, comes over from Tampa Bay. So they're kind of going to be jockeying in and out at the quarterback position. They don't have a JG anymore. They got Kenyon Drake, who can be that guy, but that's really all they have when you look at what they have talently, what they have on talent on offense. Defensively, they're in shambles. So this is a kind of a rebuilding team. I like Baltimore in this one. I'm taking the Baltimore Ravens. Moving on, the Kansas City Chiefs go to Jacksonville, Florida to take on the Jacksonville Jaguars at TIAA Bank Field. I remember last year, this game last year, week five, Kansas City beat Jacksonville, and that sent Jacksonville into a abysmal state after that. The next week, they get dropped by Dallas on the road, 40-7. to They lose the next game to Philly. And this was a uh, – after that, it was it was just a collapse, collapse after collapse for the Jacksonville Jaguars. And I think it's that Blake Bortles realized I'm Blake Bortles and I'm going to start turning the football over. I'm going to start making bad decisions, holding on to the ball, taking sacks. And that really hurt them. That hurt them a lot. They're still talented defensively. Don't get me wrong. They're still talented they still got Jalen Ramsey, A.J. Boye, Miles Jack. Those guys are still there. Malik Jackson, they're still talented defensively. They're still one of the better defenses in the league. Offensively, now they got something with Nick Foles. He's a Super Bowl winner, Super Bowl MVP. They've got Nick Foles there. Chris Connolly comes over from the Chiefs, who can be that guy if need be. They solidify the wide receiver position. Leonard Fournette's going to – if he's health, that's what hurt them. The most, I think, last year, the lack of Leonard Fournette's presence. Is he going to be back and he's going to be healthy? If he's back and healthy, they're a different team. Kansas City, though, they're the favorites to win it all. They have the most talent on offense from anyone in the league. They've got so much talent on that side of the football. And defensively, now they add something. They added enough to get them over the hump and maybe beat the New England Patriots and get themselves into the Super Bowl. Offensively, they add to an already talented offense. They got better. Drafted McCall Hard. Still got Sammy Watkins. Still got Tyreek Hill. Still got uh, Travis Kelsey. And then on the offensive side of the football, or on the running back side, excuse me, not only do they have Damian Williams and Darwin Thompson, they also bring over LeSean McCoy, so they get better. An already talented offense just got better. And defensively, they got a new scheme. New defensive coordinator, new mojo. They bring in Frank Clark. They bring in Tyron Matthew, who completely fixed the sec, the safety position. They're still searching for a number one corner, but they do have Bashad Breeland, who adds some depth. And this is a much better defense from a year ago. I'm liking the Kansas City Chiefs in this matchup. Moving on, the Tennessee Titans go to Cleveland, Ohio, to take on the Cleveland Browns at First Energy Stadium in Cleveland, Ohio. Everyone's talking about the Cleveland Browns in 2019. They were the laughingstock of the NFL for so long. They've been an abysmal team for so long. Three and eleven season, or three and thirteen seasons, five and eleven seasons, four and twelve seasons, zero and sixteen seasons. They went zero and sixteen two years ago. Jumping off quarterback after quarterback after quarterback, 
for so long. For the last 20 years, they've been just absolutely abysmal. Now they finally got something with Baker Mayfield. They brought over Jarvis Landry last year. Now they brought over Odell Beckham Jr. and Kareem Hunt, which gives them that core on offense that they have lacked for so long. And defensively, they got better with Sheldon, with Sheldon Richardson coming to the team. I'm really liking what the Cleveland Browns are doing. I think they're the more talented team than Tennessee. Tennessee's not, not quite there yet. I love what they're doing with Derrick Henry. He's their number one running back. Marcus Mariota's there. There's really not enough. They're getting, they're getting Delaney Walker back from injury. He's a security blanket. He was for so long with the 49ers and out for the Titans. But really, they that's all they really have offensively and defensively. They need more weapons. This is a team that still has some question marks to fill. I'm liking the Cleveland Browns in this one. Moving on, the Indianapolis Colts go to Los Angeles to take on the Los Angeles Chargers at the StubHub Center. The Colts went from a contender to 8-18. With Andrew Luck's retirement, that's what happened. They're talented, though, on offense, and they're talented on defense, but the lack of quarterback – so the lack of the quarterback position is what's going to completely kill the Indianapolis Colts season. And I feel for Colts fans. I mean, they're so talented. They still got defense. I think uh, Frank Reich is doing a great job with Indianapolis. But right now they don't have a quarterback, which is going to hurt them the most. Los Angeles is a dark horse in the AFC. They can be a threat to New England, and they can be a threat to Kansas City. Those three teams, Kansas City, New England, and L.A., they kind of, they've run the AFC right now. I love what they did, bringing over Thomas Davis from Carolina. Adds more to that defense. Offensively, offensively I don't know the whole story of Melvin Gordon, but if he's there, they're a good football team. Phillip Rivers is there. They've got um, Keenan Allen, so they're talented offensively. We'll see what happens with Melvin Gordon. Is he going to be on the field week one in a Chargers uniform? Who knows? But right now they're a talented team if he's there. I'm taking the L.A. Chargers in this one. They're the better football team. And I think that he, with what, whatever happens with Melvin Gordon, I think they still have got something with Rivers, with Keenan Allen. That defense is good. I'm liking the Chargers. Moving on. The Cincinnati Bengals go to Seattle to take on the Seattle Seahawks at Century League Field in Seattle, Washington. I like this matchup. I love watching these out-of-conference matchups. These two don't get to play each other a whole lot. They don't play each other very often. Like once every four years, these two teams play each other. I think last last time these two played was in 2015. I think the Bengals won that one. But as far as this game goes, with the Cincinnati Bengals, here's my issue. My issue is Andy Dalton. Have they reached the ceiling with Andy Dalton? The farthest he's gotten is to a wild card round. That seems to be the reoccurring theme. And now they've missed off in the playoffs for the last couple of years. Is that it with Andy Dalton? I feel it is. I feel like they've reached that ceiling with him. I think it's time to move on. I know they're getting guys back from injury with Jeremy Hill. Joe Mixon's there. A.J. Green's still there. But is I feel like they need to move on from Andy Dalton and go a different route. Defensively, they lost something with Vontaze Perfect. And this is a team that's kind of trying to find out who they are now. They got a new head coach in Zach Taylor. But right now there's not enough that really says this team is a contender, especially with 
Andy Dalton there, especially with what they've got right now. I don't think they're going to make a serious run. Seattle, this is a tough team to figure out because after they lost Sherman, he thought their run was over. After Lynch moved on, he thought their run was over. And then they missed out on the playoffs uh, two seasons ago. And they come back and they make the postseason. They get to a wild card round. They did lose to Dallas in that game. But they got back to the playoffs. They're a tough team to figure out. Can Russell Wilson play up to his new contract? That's my question. And it's time. Let's see if Seattle can – do they have enough defense offensively? I know they've Chris Carson's entering his second year. He can, he can maybe solidify that running back position. This is a very tough team to figure out. I'm going with Seattle. They're the more talented team. Russell Wilson has gotten them to the mountaintop before. Pete Carroll's – I like what – I kind of like where Seattle's heading. I'm taking the Seattle Seahawks. Moving on, the San Francisco 49ers go to Tampa, Florida to take on the Tampa Bay Buccaneers at Raymond James Stadium. Instantly, San Francisco is the better team. I know Tampa Bay's got Jameis Winston, but what has he done? What have the Buccaneers done since he's arrived in 20, since 2015? Absolutely nothing. They have not done anything. No division wins. No playoffs. Their secondary has been in shambles. There's in shambles again. Now they've lost to Sean Jackson. I know they still have Mike Evans, but what is else is there for Tampa to really go off of? And then San Francisco, I think, is going to be much better, especially with Jimmy Garoppolo coming back. Kittle's going to be take that. Landon Kittle's going to take that next step up. They got use check there. This is a talented team on offense, and defensively, they got better with it. The additions of D4, Bosa, and now you've got Jason Verrett, so you've got something going there on defense for San Francisco, especially with the state of mind Tampa Bay's in. I'm going with San Francisco in this matchup. Moving on. The New York Giants go to Dallas to take on the Dallas Cowboys at AT AT&T Stadium in Dallas, Texas. Two teams that are going opposite directions. Dallas, I think, is going to win. Dallas is my pick to win the East. They added more with Randall Cobb. Got Tavon Austin. Got Amari Cooper, who's going to have a monster season. At Allen Hearns there, they re-solidified the, the uh, offensive line. It's back to a good state. Ezekiel Elliott signed a big contract, so he's going to be there running the football in a Cowboys uniform. Dak Prescott's now got wep- has got more weapons defensively. And they had Jason back to the offense. They added Jason Witten back. He's back to add that veteran presence, which they lacked last season. I love what they did bringing him back and, again, bringing that veteran presence and defensively. If Sean Lee's on the football field, he's he's a good linebacker. If he's on the field, can he stay healthy? Smith's going to be back. They, they got Demarcus Lawrence back, so defensively they're solid. I'm taking the Cowboys in this game. The Giants are trying to figure out who they are. Looks like they're going to start moving on from Eli Manning, especially with drafting Daniel Jones. Now, they don't have Odo Beckham Jr. anymore, so they're trying to find out who they are. They're kind of hitting that reset button a little bit. I'm going with the Dallas Cowboys. Moving on, the Detroit Lions go to Arizona, the heart of the desert, going to Glendale to take on the Arizona Cardinals at State Farm Stadium. Kyler Murray instantly makes the Cardinals a better football team. 
You got Larry Fitzgerald, who's still playing at a very good level for his age. David Johnson's there to lead the running back charge. I think Arizona is going to be better this season. They got a new coach in Cliff Kingsbury. So this is going to be a very interesting season for Arizona. You look at Detroit. They're young. They've got Kenny Galladay. They've got Carryon Johnson. So they've got something going there on offense, especially Matthew Stafford. Can he live up to that big contract he signed before the start of last season? Matt Patricia's coaching. The Lions are going somewhere, but I'm taking Arizona in this one. I think right now they are the better team right now, especially with all they've got on offense. I'm going with the Arizona Cardinals. Moving on, the Pittsburgh Steelers go to Gillette to take on the New England Patriots in Foxborough, Massachusetts at Gillette Stadium. It's the same old story with the New England Patriots. Coming off a Super Bowl win. They're the fav- they're the top dog right now in the AFC. As long as Tom Brady and Bill Belichick are there, they're the best, they're the top team. I think Sonny Michel's gonna take that, that next step. He had a great rookie season last year. I think he's gonna be even better. I know they don't have Gronk anymore, but they still got Edelman there. Josh Gordon was eligible to return. Will he play for the Patriots? Who knows? But if he's back there, they're even better. And defensively, the high towers just still there. They've still got something going on defense. But really, if Tom Brady's there and if Bill Belichick's there, they're always going to be in contendership. Pittsburgh, they moved on from Antonio Brown. It's now Juju Smith-Schuster's team. If Big Ben doesn't – if the Steelers don't go anywhere, I think this is it for Big Ben. He's getting up there in age and injuries, piling all the injuries. He could be done if the Steelers don't do anything. I'm taking New England this one. I think they're the better football team. They're better defensively. They're better offensively. I like the New England Patriots in this matchup. Moving on, the Houston Texans go to New Orleans to take on the New Orleans Saints at Mercedes-Benz Superdome, one of the first games of the Monday night doubleheader. I love Houston. They're They're solid offensively, defensively. The only issue with Houston is their offensive line. Deshaun Watson got hit a lot last season, one of the most hit quarterbacks in the league. Their offensive line concerns me, which I think is going to haunt them. It haunted them last season in the wild card round. They, they lost that game. They don't. Their running back position right now is in shambles, especially with the injury to Lamar, with Lamar Miller, who's gone for the year. So right now, offensively, they're a little they're taking a little step backwards. Defensively, they're still solid, especially with JJ Watt, Winnie Merciless. Another lost Kareem Jackson. They still got Jonathan Joseph. So right now, off Houston offensively, they're taking a little bit of a step back, but defensively, they're still solid. New Orleans, this is a this is the dark horse and one of the dark horses in the NFC. I think they're the best team in the NFC right now. Especially Drew Brees, who played out of his mind last season. You have Alvin Kamara, who's one of the better backs in the league. You've got Michael Thomas, who's one of the better wide receivers in the league. So you've got Colby Flander. They're talented. Defensively, they're talented with Marshawn Lattimore. And I know the whole let's, – let's go back to the whole pass interference thing. I understand it was a bad call. I understand it ended the same season, but the Saints had a chance. They did. They had the ball in overtime. They were driving down the field, and they turned it over. So that's the thing in the past. I'm liking New Orleans in this one. They're the they're the better team. 
I think there's too much talent, especially with Houston and what they're doing offensively, where they're going offensively. I think they, I know they got DeAndre Hopkins. I know they got Will Fuller, but their offensive line really concerns me. And I think that's the weak point. I think New Orleans is going to take advantage of that, and they're going to go after Watson, which is going to be the key to that game. I'm taking New Orleans in this one uh, because of the pass rush. Moving on, the Denver Broncos go to Oakland to take on the Oakland Raiders. The Raiders in Oakland. Two teams that are kind of going in a little opposite directions. Denver, they've got Flacco that gets them into contendership, at least until they find their next quarterback. They've got, I think Phillip Lindsay's going to have a monster season. I think he's going to be, I think he's an underrated running back. Showed a lot of talent last year in his rookie season. He's undrafted. I really like watching Phillip Lindsay. I think he's going to be that main running back for Denver. They're still talented defensively, especially with Vaughn Miller there. Stewart's still there. Still got Chris Harris Jr. They got a defensive line coming over in Vic Vangio to, to be head coach. Oakland, don't know where they're heading. I know they got Antonio Brown. He completely changes things, but a running back position is still a concern. Defense is still a concern. I don't know, I'm taking the Denver Broncos in this one. I think they're the better football team on both sides of the football, especially with all the question marks Oakland has. I like the Denver Broncos in this ballgame, especially with Cortland Sutton entering his second season. How dominant Phillip Lindsay has the potential of being, as well as they have a veteran presence in Joe Flacco. I'm taking the Denver Broncos. All right, now for this time of the show, it's time for the last segment of the show, which is why this – which is the name of the show, My Three Thoughts. At the end of each show, I'm going to give my three thoughts to live up to the name of the show. So here are my three thoughts for looking at this slate of games for the Week 1, 2019 Week 1 NFL preview. My first thought. What the Colts are going to do, especially now with Andrew Luck gone, I think that hurts them. They're, now they're at best an 8-18 eight eight with Jacoby Brissett. That was instantly one of my three thoughts, the fact that they were in contendership and now they take a huge step back. That really concerns me. Don't know how good they're going to play. They're only as good as, as Jacoby Brissett is. That concerns me a little bit. And my second, my second thought, is the Kansas City Chiefs. Boy, do they have so much talent. They're as talented as they've ever been. They've got better defensively. I think they're the Super Bowl winners. I think they can get to the Super Bowl and win. Defensively, now they're middle. They went from a 31st-ranked defense to what they finished last year, 31st-ranked defense, to now middle-of-the-pack defense. I love... Watch, I love watching this team play. Patrick Mahomes played absolutely crazy last season. 50 touchdowns, over 4,000 yards, uh, MVP. There's so much talent on the side of football. Tyree Kill and Travis Kelsey. They draft McCole Hardman. They got Sammy Watkins. So much talent. And Kansas City is the force to be reckoned with in the AFC. And my last thought 
the health of Carson Wentz. They no longer got Nick Foles. He's done. He's, he's gone. He's now in Jacksonville. So the health of Carson Wentz is what's going to – is the destiny of the 2019 Philadelphia Eagles. If he's healthy, the Eagles are a better team instantly. I know they add Jordan Howard, but the quarterback is by far one of the most important positions in football. If the health of Carson Wentz will decide who the Philadelphia Eagles are in 2019. So that's it for this for the show. Thank you for joining me for my first ever episode. Stay tuned for the week one recap, which will be out on Tuesday of next week. Thank you guys. I appreciate you for watching. Love to see these matchups. It's going to be an exciting week one. Let me know what you guys think. Thank you for tuning in. This is the NFL podcast called My Three Thoughts. Peace.